Big Rab Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out g1reads.com as they keep the lights on here on the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. Yes, another week has rolled around in the piping world, and you guessed it, another podcast. And uh, yeah, we are covering everything from day two of the World Pipe Band Championships from the grass. So, <laughs> if this is your first ever Big Rab Show podcast, then you are welcome. We are the show for the bagpiping folk, reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music, folk music, or what we're doing here in Glasgow today, competitive piping and drumming. Each and every week we talk about what we know and love to be the music of the great Highland Bagpipe and its people. Now, as I say, this week we are concentrating everything on what's happening here at the World Championships on Day 2 on the Saturday. An on-the-ground report, if you will. So, we don't have our usual features like listener mail, weekly drone, word of the week, all that sort of stuff. But please do send them in to us, we do love to hear from you. Our email address is bigrabshow at gmail.com. That address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Indeed. And, oh, weekly drones on our website and all that stuff too. Now, as well, if you are supporting us on Patreon, you are already automatically awesome. Uh, but thank you for helping support the show. But if you don't support us, then there hasn't been a better time. Head over to Patreon and you'll get your hands on loads of extra stuff. Especially from right here at the world's. Where, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that we've brought over there to Patreon that you're going to want to check out. Anyway, this morning, here in Glasgow Green, it's a little different from the Friday, to say the very least. Friday was an absolute scorcher. Sun was splitting the stones. Uh, It was so hot. Now, this morning, it's grey and overcast. And there's even a spot or two of rain in the air. And, uh quite different conditions however looking at the weather report it does say that this is going to lift and be another incredibly sunny hot day i think it's given to be 28 29 degrees celsius so you can do the math what that is in fahrenheit it's going to be another hot one now yesterday and the friday we were hearing some quite worrying stories of bandsmen and women really struggling in this heat some almost fainting and yeah, that's quite worrying. I have seen paramedics on site yesterday who were working at people who were overcome with the heat. So, yeah, we're clearly not built for the hot weather. But it's looking like it's going to be a bit of a grey and kind of cold one this morning, but it will warm up. Now, as you can hear, bands are all around me already preparing for what will be a full day of competition. And I dare say this will be an event that will go down in the history books. Yeah, not only is it the return of competitive piping and drumming to Glasgow Green after two years of nothing, but the standard is incredibly high in all grades, not just the grade one that everyone looks at on the live stream. All grades are going to be ultra, ultra competitive. So I'm going to start walking around this place and see who I can get a listen to, who we can get a chat to, and we're going to enjoy day two. Let's go. So... I know this is a visual thing in the podcast, and I've been doing a lot of visual visual things on the podcast. I just about talk, 
but this is day two. <laughs> it's Saturday morning, and yeah, we're preparing for another crazy day of competing. Now, the reason I'm saying it's crazy is because the standard yesterday was... It's possibly the highest I've ever seen it. Now, I know everyone's off grab, get off the fence, pick your favourites, but no, honestly, listening to all of those bands, especially in final tuning, and then... Last night I spent a good part of time looking back over the live stream performances and stuff for bands that I possibly missed. The standard is crazy high. And if that's what day one brought us, goodness knows what day two will bring. Because as we've heard with a few interviews yesterday, a lot of bands are bringing their A-game and their preferred sets for today on Saturday. So very excited for that. Anyway, as you can hear... It is now just 10 to 8 in the morning, quite early, but the park is already beginning to fill. Bands are already starting to practice. Anyway, let's get into day two then, shall we? And uh, yeah, we've got a lot of ground to cover. Today's going to be a huge day with a lot of grades happening, not just grade one today. So I've got a lot of people to talk to. So before I get into that, I do want to, again, talk about the fellas in yellow coats who yesterday let their presence be felt, and today they seem to be doing it again. And yesterday they did create a bit of chaos at the front gate, uh, with queues practically wrapping around the ground. Uh, They searched bags, they... Yeah, I'm not going to say they harassed people, but they definitely didn't make it easy for people getting in and out of the gate. Hmm... That's all I'll say on that front. For those of you who are following me on, or following the show, I should say, on Patreon, yeah, you're going to see my video, my, yeah, I've been keeping like a, a vlog kind of thing, like a diary of my experiences here at the Worlds, and uh, yeah, I talk at length about the fellas with yellow coats. <sighs> I think enough said about them, the better, but anyway, <laughs> let's just say they're not too popular with most of the folk here in the park, but anyway, rolling on, let's get my walking shoes on, as I say. And try and get some interviews for folk. Yeah, but I, I know they're already busy. You can listen to the like this is they're tuning already. What's going on? It's crazy early. The first band's not on for at least an hour and a half. But let me, oh, all right, okay. I'm going to do my walking around thing again, am I? All right. Yep, it's looking that way. I'm not going to do a cut here at this point. Just keep it live, Rob. All right. I can see the sons of the Holy Land right in front of me. Standing, getting ready for the drum corps. Anyway, at least pipers are in under the trees. Yeah, let's go and have a listen to the drum corps here. At least I think. They're just beside Arena Three, which is down the slope here, down towards the trees. All right, let's get a listen to this under Holy Land. gathering a bit of a crowd already <laughs> a lot of people very keen to hear them along with myself included pipers are still going under the trees there you go 
Right, it looks like the action's already beginning, and uh, I've only really stood on one spot, so I doubt I'm gonna get walking, see who I can get chatting to. So, they're about to make their world championships, and on the world stage, debut the Sons of Holy Land Pipe Band. And let's say all the way through the Pipe and Live Festival, they've been a little bit of a celebrity, I suppose. A lot of people very keen to see them. And uh, yeah, here in Glasgow Green, as I've said, there's so many people following them around. And uh, yeah, they are quite the band of the moment. A lot of people very keen to hear them. So that being said, let's get a listen to them in the circle then. Here's the Sons of Holy Land. The, 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 sorry, the 2022... World Pipe Band Championships. We're about to start the heat one of the Grade 4B contest and approaching the arena, making their debut performance is the Sons of Holy Land and District Pipe Band from Israel. And their pipe major is Eddie Bathish and they wear the black watch tartan. So give them a nice round of applause.
fantastic stuff. That was the Sons of Holy Land Pipe Band, and that was their first ever performance at the World Championships, and I dare say it'll not be the last. So, let's go and have a chat with the band manager, Eddie Barish. Well, you've just come off the line. I'm joined with Eddie Barish. How are you? Good, good. Sons of Holy Land, you're here in Glasgow Green. How did you find that in there? Wow, the... <laughs> it's hard to describe it, actually, but uh, yeah, we're here. We're here. That's the only thing I can say. So, well, what does it mean to these folks? Like, I'm seeing a lot of people here in tears. They're so happy. Of course, man. Everybody's going mental. Uh, <laughs> you know, we only dreamed about it once, and now we're here. Good achievement, good performance, and I can't tell, you know, when you're in the circle, basically you can't tell nothing. Till you go out and you see the fa- people's faces, but let's hope for the good. Well, that's it. Now you have to wait to see if you've qualified for the final, and you might have to go and play again. So you have to all to do again, possibly. Hopefully, I will hold the beer for later. <laughs> yeah. So you've been part of the Pipe and Live Festival as well all week. You guys have been performing all over Glasgow. How did you find that? That's actually enjoyable. Like I really enjoyed it. Uh, the band is really it was a good um, practicing for the words because you know the band have never been in such a experience like this yeah but the crowd and you know the environment everything was was great just gave you a good vibes and good energy so I think it was I think it was uh, the best thing that happened to us Oh, fantastic. Well, I think by the crowd reaction, you're definitely a bit of a fan favourite. Everyone loved it. So, hey, I wish you the best of luck for qualification. And who knows, you might be back to Glasgow pretty soon. Well, if we made it this year and everything would be fine the the right way, we'll be here every year. So don't worry, we'll have many interviews. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Rap. Thank you. Appreciate it. Fantastic stuff, and yeah, I meant what I said. As I was, as I was recording that interview there with Eddie, there were band members all around us, all in tears, hugging each other. It was quite an emotional experience for them, and I know I get the hand took out of me for saying things were emotional, but everyone in that band had huge smiles, celebratory hugs, and yeah, they were in tears of joy. I think. And it's a testament to that band who have worked incredibly hard over this past year. They're all self-taught. You know, they learned over YouTube. And to go in there and thump out a performance at the World Championships, it's, yeah, it's just incredible. So, hey, the future is bright for the Sons of Holy Land Pipe Band. And, uh, yeah, onwards. I have more bands to check out. So, yeah, congratulations to them. Wish them good luck for qualification. You never know. Uh, so let's get my walking shoes on and see who else we can get a listen to, eh? So up in the hill we have St Columbus School. Let's get a wee listen to them. practicing their cutoffs and stuff sounding quite well there so and then just beside them here actually we have Blackrock 
think. Troon Blackrock. So let's get a listen to them as they're preparing. start but hey I don't know any band that hasn't had any one of those <laughs> if anything that's been a bit of a topic actually some of the action from yesterday's grade one seen quite a number of bands with a few little early squeaks in their chanters especially in the MSR performances so that's been a bit of a topic of conversation just how important is it to come in with that unison E and it's difficult to know. We have seen bands with early chanters win championships. And, um, hey, I don't know. That's <laughs> just one of those things that's up for debate, I guess. Sometimes it's more important, sometimes it isn't. But uh, I see Hollymount pipe band here beside me, so let's have a little listen to Hollymount then, will we? all getting a little muddled now. Bands are everywhere. <laughs> so I have St. Columbus behind me, Trin Blackrock in front of me, and I have Hollymount to my left. Yeah, you can literally surround yourselves with bands if you want to. <laughs> so, yeah, that can be a, a little overwhelming, so I'm coming away from that. Do you know where I'll go? Yesterday, I spent a good bit of time down in the final tuning, and as you can see right now, the final tuning is being used by our juvenile bands. So let's go down the hill and see if I can get a listen to some juvenile bands then, shall we? Do you wish piping could be fun again? Bagpipers around the world continue to struggle with their instrument, despite hours of hard work trying to get better. Bagpiping should be fulfilling. Your hard work should pay off. Showing improvement and the freedom to express yourself musically. Or why do it? The Dojo University believe every piper should be able to free themselves from musical frustration, proven over more than a decade of successful teaching and accessible anywhere with an internet connection. The Dojo is unlike any other bagpipe learning experience in the world. Let the Dojo channel your enthusiasm into a fun and fulfilling program that will empower you with the knowledge to fall in love with piping all over again. So go to dojouniversity.com forward slash big grab and take advantage of our 30-day free trial of Dojo Premium Membership. Join the global community of students today and rediscover the fun of bagpiping. dojouniversity.com forward slash big grab for a 30-day free trial. Okay, I see Dollar Academy right in front of me, so let's get a little listen to Dollar then, shall we? Dollar 
That was special. <laughs> Goosebumps listening to that. And when you consider, they're all kids. They're all kids. So, yeah, wow, is the word I would use for that. It's ridiculous. Anyway, <laughs> I can just see now Preston Lodge are just running from the final tuning area, actually, into the Grave One Arena for their performance. So, good luck, Preston Lodge. It's a shame I missed you, actually. There you go. I would have liked to have heard them. But, yeah, that was dollar. That was, hmm, that was something else. Alrighty. Well, it's looking like there's a few Grade 1 bands gathering up now, I think. I've seen a quite few shots, guys, St. Lawrence, there's a few FM. They're all sort of eventually gathering up to make a little bit of a slow, sleepy start to the morning. There you are. Best of luck to Preston Lodge. Yeah, so... <laughs> yeah. You might have guessed. This is very much an on-the-ground report, so I'm just dandering around and seeing who I see. And, uh, yeah, let's see who else we bump into, eh? Well, I'm down in the trader village, and who did I happen to bump into preparing but St. Thomas? So, yeah, they're gathering up here to do a bit of an attack here, I think. So, let's get a listen. That's their school, but so St. Thomas Episcopal School. They're all young kids blowing that tone. <laughs> That's insane. Anyway, <laughs> just looks an old man like me, feel very grumpy and wish I could play like that when I was that young. Wow. Anyway, let's just say that grade is insane. I've said it once or twice at least before, and 
full credit to all of their tutors, but to all the hard work those kids put in, playing at such a high level. That's incredible. Right. Well, seeing how I'm down in the Trader Village now, I'm actually going to have a bit of a walk around to see if I can catch up with some drum majors. I think they should be doing their dress right about now. So, let's go down and see what's happening down in the drum majors. Well, I'm down in the drum majors arena, and let's say it's a bit tense. How you doing, Alan? You well? <laughs> I'm just saying hi to people now. It is slightly tense. They're all here doing their dress, and uh, yeah, they're all like <laughs> ultra nervous, I suppose. <laughs> so to walk me through what's happening right now the dress for the drum majors first thing in the morning what's going on Brian? well first thing in the morning at every championship is uh, the dress competition mm. and it's probably one of the most difficult nerve wracking bits because the judge is standing there looking for perfection it's looking for the socks to be symmetrical level flashes to be exactly the same really if you cut a drum major right down the middle from head to toe <laughs> uh, it has to be symmetrical on both sides so it right. can be very difficult when you're marched onto the park to get keep that perfection yeah. but yeah it's it can cost you so much you know two or three points off in dress you could miss a final so it's really? so important wow well then that's why it's so tense down here at the minute Everyone looks so nervous. <laughs> Honestly, it's it's probably the worst part of the day for us because right. as drum majors, it was you walk on there and it, you're just stood there still hoping that mm. everything has stayed in place. Your spurn's dead centre, your kilt hasn't moved, yeah. the centre line's perfect, your Glengarry, you have it on at the right tilt, your tie's up to your neck. Oh my, oh my goodness, there's so much involved. The lines <laughs> of your kilt going around the side are matching the, oh. the tartan. Yeah. There is so much involved, it's hard to believe. Oh, Brian, you know yourself, bandsmen could learn a lot from this because sometimes you see them walking onto the line and they're a shambles. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to get lynched by the bands. People are going to have a great respect for the, the band community. But yeah, the, the drum majors tend to turn out immaculately because yeah. of the dress. But yeah, I see bands and I would never sit down in my kilt all of my career. I have kilts now for 20 years and I've never sat in them. Really? Wow. Uh, so and I can see drum our pipers and drummers sleeping in kilts. So yeah. yeah, it's not something I've ever done now to be fair. No, that's it. Well, hi, it looks incredibly nervy down here. Uh, a lot of people under pressure. A lot of mums and dads running about fixing kilts and straightening oh, kilts. Mum and, all and that. dads get very stressed. Oh. The drum majors stand there and the mum and dads nearly lose the plot. Yeah. So yeah, you just have to step back and let them at it. No, that's it. It's like a pit crew at a Formula <laughs> One race, is how I look you at it. You couldn't put it any better, yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> and some more some have quite big pit crews, they have an entourage yeah. around them. But that's sometimes it. too many is uh, a bad thing too. Yeah, I've seen a few arguments. I'm not going to name names, but I've seen a few arguments as well. But uh, no, this is very exciting down here. So after they get the dress done, then we get the bit that we all see, which is the marching your lengths yeah. and your flourishing and all that. So once dress is over now, they have about, which is great, only about 45 minutes for the adult drum majors, and then we go on to the marching and deportment and the flourishing competition. So uh, that's... It'll be for the adults four and a half lengths of the arena and they'll be looking out for degree of difficulty in the flourish. So that's yeah. big high throws, flicks over the head, over the shoulders, mm. helicopter throws as we, which is a flat throw over your head. And then nice deportment, nice carriage, a nice yeah. swinging arm. And confidence. Nice, and and confidence. Yeah. You know, shoulders back and chest out and out mm -hmm. down the park you go. Happy days. Well, Brian, I know how important it is for the band spoke to be back. How special is it for drum majors to be back here at the world? It's just 
we have missed so much of the camaraderie within drum majors and it's probably better now than it's ever been within the drum major community there's a better uh, not team because we're all so individuals but just coming together as a group yeah. now and you can just see everybody's chatting and everybody's walking around going oh I haven't seen you yeah. in like two or three years and oh you haven't changed a bit <laughs> apart from putting on a bit of yeah there's a lot of hugs going around, smiles and photos and that. It's, yeah, just a big social gathering too. It, it absolutely is. And I walked around yesterday and, you know, I don't know much about the great one, but there was this sense of whole community back yesterday yeah. and bands from all over the world going, oh, hi, Brian, and hi, you. <laughs> and that, you know, it was great. Most of the highs were to people that I couldn't remember their name. <laughs> so I think that's old age getting in there now. Uh, but here it is. It's like a big family reunion, all of this, even though we're competing against each other. Yeah. Absolutely. But that's what <laughs> pipe bands have always been about. It's been about a, a really good, tight community. Yes, we're rivals. Absolutely. But yeah, we can always go and have a drink and uh, chat afterwards and, and, and try and keep it quite civil. Yeah. Well, I dare say there'll be a few Ribenas had later on this evening. I had no doubt of that at all. One no. or two. Aye. Brian, thanks a million for explaining all of this for me. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so, away from the Drum Majors Arena because, yeah, it's really quite tense down there. Not an awful lot of talking going on between the Drum Majors. Um, so I yeah made a very quick exit from that but yeah thanks to Brian Wilson for taking time to chat to me and explain exactly what was going on Um, yeah very intense right let's head back up the hill again right in the middle of all the action and see exactly what's going on up here the time is now well it's just after 10 o'clock so yeah the competition's been happening now for a couple of hours and uh yeah, there's been quite a number of selfies ticking already. <laughs> but, uh, right, let's get walking and see who else we can find up here. Hmm. Alright, I admit it. From the last time I had my recorder in my hand, I had to visit the British Drum Co. tent again. <laughs> I know, I couldn't help it. The drums in that tent are just crazy. And if you were here at the championships, you would have known yourself why... I keep visiting the British Drumco tent. It honestly has prime real estate here. It's smack bang in the middle of the park. It's unavoidable. But uh, those drums are just simply beautiful. And I just had to go and get another look. So, again, shout out to the British Drumco. Wow. I think you're the talk of the park at the moment. So, yeah, full credit to you. <laughs> All right. Let's continue then. Away from the British Drumco. and see who else we can get chatting to, eh? So, down in the final tuning park, it is obviously where all the action is. It's possibly my favourite place to hang out. And, yeah, as we heard earlier, loads of bands warming up for all the lower grades, but now we have all the grade one big guns are all down here. And to say that it's busy would be an understatement. It's kind of shoulder to shoulder, and I'm getting a lot of funny looks talking into my microphone right now. But that's why I do it, I'm a podcaster, dang it. Alright, let's get a listen to Field Marshal Drum Corps here warming up in the sun.
There you are. What I'm noticing, actually, is that a lot of the drummers are putting in extra work. Yeah, so we're having all of our drummers putting in a lot of extra practice, whereas the pipers are sort of playing it cool. They're not really doing as much. Hi, James. <laughs> it's James Kennedy on his way to practice with Gloss Kelt. Hi, Aaron. How's it going? <laughs> Aaron chasing behind him on their way to practice. So, yeah, getting ready for grade one. Aaron McElwain and James Kennedy there. There you go. All right, so who have we got over here now? Hmm. Oh, Dunedin. Ah, right, okay. Let's get a listen to their pipers having a bit of a blow-up then, shall we? Again, I think there's a lot of strategic thinking going on. Again, Piper's not blowing a serious amount because of the potential of heat coming our direction. So what do we have over here? Digging my way through. Excuse me. There we go. Alright, digging my way through the crowd. <laughs> uh, yeah, we have five bullets. Yeah. Or is it? Yeah, it is. Nope. Hold on. It is. Ugh, I'm second guessing myself. Again, just having a little tune. Set enchanters. Not doing an awful lot right now. Yeah. I think there's a lot of safeguarding going on. After yesterday's intense heat, we did notice a lot of top hands creeping into the higher registers. And uh, yeah, it's a very fine balancing act uh, for chanters in this heat. So I think we have a Police Scotland and Federation over here. Yeah, and they're doing exactly the same. Standing around with their back to the sun, protecting those chanters. But I think they might have a little tune or two. You never know. No. Again, all pipes down. <laughs> Just setting the old chanter. Yeah, that's it. That's all they're doing. And uh, I think, yeah, as I said earlier, a lot of strategic thinking going on. Um, Drum Corps is obviously taking advantage of it. It is still grey and overcast, but it is definitely warming up. And uh, I have heard chanters in some of the lower grey bands that are creeping up in pitch. Hmm. So, yeah, a lot of bands being ultra careful, I suppose, not to reach that screeching territory. Anyway, right, I'm going to continue walking. Let me see. I don't know if this is any sort of ways of good luck listening or not. I have no idea. Possibly whenever I take this back home and I start editing it, I'm going, Rab, what were you thinking? <laughs> I'm in the Trader Village. Who do I have here in front of me here? I'm not quite sure. Let's get a listen. Sounding half bad there again, just setting chanters, and that was Lower Clyde. Go on, the Lower Clyde. <laughs> Not bad. 
So again, just being quite canny. They'll maybe play that and then set them down for a bit, you know. A lot of bands aren't overblowing and overplaying, and that's a, it's a very fine margin. Just how much is too much. Yeah, a lot of pipe majors being very shrewd, I think. So there you go. Right, so this is the beauty about day two. This place is absolutely rammed. And you'll find that if you're supporting us on Patreon. <laughs> yeah, shameless plug, but I can do it, you know. Yeah, I've been doing like a video blog, video diary of my day two and day one as well. So if you're supporting us on Patreon, you can go and have a look at that. And yeah, just see just quite how packed this place is. And uh, just how much fun it is too. Alrighty, Laura Clyde. Yeah, pipes down, lads. Enjoy yourselves for a bit. Keep the pipes cool. Let's see who else we can get on the way here. We'll have another walk. Uh, do you know, I'm just having the best possible time. Walking around the world, saying hi to people I haven't seen in years. And I get surrounded with music like this. Uh, so here's Police Scotland and Federation Band warming up on the hill. Let's get a listen to them. That's impressive. They're blowing a big sound there. I don't know if I come across in the recording. It's hard to know, but yeah, I enjoyed that. <laughs> that was good. Anyway, so yes, very similar to our Friday podcast. I'm literally just walking around and uh, yeah, checking in with people I meet. Some want to talk, some don't. Some want to take a selfie, some don't. And I'm also bumping into bands as they're warming up. So, uh, yeah, that was a bit of Police Scotland and Federation on the hill. I've come a bit further down now to the final tune in itself. 78th, I think, are on at the moment. Yeah, and 
Who do we have here? Scottish Power, actually. There we go. Right. Let's get a wee listen to Scottish Power. Not really playing anything. How you doing? How you doing? Ah, so they are. Yeah, I'm just saying hello to people now. Yeah, they're just having a bit of a blow and a. Yeah, not really playing anything as such. Oh, I've just bumped into the BBC film crew. Jackie Bird is there. Yeah. There you go. She's talking over her script with her producers and such. And I'm not going to be a pest and go over there and say hi. Can you give us a shout in the podcast? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, now I know this is a bit of a running joke. I'm going to try and find Johnstone again. Um, but so far, there's Dunedin, they're still warming up. FM, or. Yeah, they're, uh, they're hanging out in their tent, basically. They're not really doing anything. Chanter's out, really. Um, let me see, the drum corps all hanging around from Field Marshal. I'm going to try and find them, pick them around the corner here. Right, I've just spotted Field Marshal's pipers, and um, I'm not going to get near them. <laughs> in a nutshell, I'm not going to get anywhere near Phil Marshall's Pipe Corps. There is a crowd around FM. One, two, three, four. Yeah, about four or five people deep. I'm not going through that. That's insane. All right. <laughs> Let's have a little walk through the Trader Village here. Um, there's plenty of stalls around. There's an Andante tent here. As we just heard there earlier, we had, you know, the Flux Blowpipe. There, they're here. We have Flint Percussion as well. They're here as well. Um, ice cream, churros, German bratwursts, Scotland's Gourmet Kitchen. Hmm. Well, I suppose you can get a feed of haggis if you wanted it. So, yeah, and a lot of artisanal kind of stalls where they sell, you know, jewellery and actual pieces of art. And, uh, yeah, bagpipe makers and just, you know, just distributors. This is interesting, down here in the village. So... So, who did I bump into down in the Trader Village? Robbie, how are you, mate? Always good, mate. Always good, yeah? <laughs> the best. Well, the first I caught you, actually, was at the Inverary gig. Indeed. And uh, how did trade go at that? Excellent, mate. So many um, so many people buying them and so many, a lot of interest in the blowpipe. But mm. just good to speak to people, you know, get out and, and push my product. But also just to, to chat to people and tell them the benefits of it. Aye, that's it. Well, in case they haven't already heard on the show, of course. <laughs> there you go. Well, I have to say, see, yesterday, grade one day on the Friday, I noticed a lot of bands playing these yeah. in the top flight. So a lot of people are seeing the benefits, really, of the Flux Blowpipe. So now you've upgraded it. Are a lot of people now taking the upgraded version? Yeah, definitely. Um, or buying the cloth separately and actually using it in other systems as well as the Flux Blowpipe. I see. So well, funny you mentioned that. I was going to buy one off you here now. So... <laughs> So, for those who do already have one like myself and we're using the beads, you can replace the beads and put the cloth in instead. Is that yeah, right? You can do a straight swap for it, which is a good thing. I see. So, have you any special promotions and stuff for World's Day now that you're here? I'm noticing there's like, what, 20% off, yeah. uh, 50% off cloths, different different promotions and that ongoing? Yeah, indeed. So, blowpipes are £72 today and cloths are £5. So, that's. 20% off the blowpipes 50 off the 50 yeah. off the cost you know it's really good so it's just a bit of a celebration deal I suppose Rab to get everything out and going for the for the last day of the season so yeah ah, well that's it indeed well man I well seeing yesterday so many people playing your product that's bound to give you a sense of achievement really Incredible, isn't it mate. I love yeah. to see it love to just get it out there see people playing it making a difference Absolutely. so I know you though and I know you don't stop tinkering at things you always <laughs> love to tweak it so 
what's next for the flux and everything happening there indeed Rab so I've actually got a product in final prototyping right now oh I love really, this really exciting <laughs> um, and it's going to make the bagpipes a lot easier to handle they're going to sound a lot better put it that way so it's like a tone enhancer kind of thing but it's um, it's a big step for the for the industry I'd say I love this being cryptic and not giving that <laughs> away I love that well, Robbie this is fantastic man you know I've been a fan of the product from day one but Thanks, uh, keep up the great work mate thank you appreciate your time mate cheers Rob well I'm in the trader village of all places and who did I bump into you'd like to introduce yourself Hi, my name's Katie, the Wheeled Piper. Hey, hi Katie, how you doing? Oh, absolutely fantastic, loving just being at the world and soaking up the atmosphere. That's it, well I have to say, I've been kind of following your story on social media with picking up the pipes for the first time, to n- now you're actually out competing, is that right? Well, I'm, I'm not competing today, as um, I tried to get into a competing band, but the pipe major told me to rein in my confidence, but... Oh, really? I, yeah, <laughs> um... Couldn't believe it, but I'm just loving um, piping, and piping's just totally my life since I got my pipes in May last year. So it was May of last year is when you first got your first set, till where you are now, yeah. So um, I started learning the chanter at school when the opportunity came up, and um, like I didn't practice it much because, to be absolutely honest, it sounded dreadful, <laughs> and uh, all my highs were absolutely like squeaking yeah, all the time and up that there, up there in the clouds yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but um, I w- then I became desperate to progress to the pipes um, because I knew I needed spinal surgery and I didn't know if I'd be able to play the pipes after the surgery because it was so high risk yeah yeah um, and I couldn't progress um, through school because all blowing instruments were banned due to COVID but um I met Leah Meaton, who found me um, a great set of 2004 Kintail bagpipes. Um, and since then, like I've just loved piping. It's just become my life. Well, that's, I've seen some photographs of you online, and you're actually practising in your hospital bed. So that was the case. In hospital, recovering, but still getting your practice in. Yeah. Well, it's what gets me through it all. Um, like Piping is what got me through the surgery, and it was actually the best thing I could have done for my lungs. Um, yeah, that would help with recovery and everything, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, absolutely fantastic, and like my mental health as well. You know, it's what gets me through it all. Um, I've got arthritis as well, and you know, it's it's uh, I focus on what I can do, not what I can't. Absolutely. So I have to ask then. You have a favourite tune, I believe, and Inverary played it at their concert too. Tell us what your favourite tune is. Well. I have tons of favourite tunes. Yeah. It's it's very hard to pick a to pick a favourite because they're all just incredible. Yeah. Especially like the fast ones because I just love them so much. There you go. Yeah, you're a lady after my own heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, what does the future hold for yourself then? Obviously, to get into the band and get into that circle. Yeah. Well, I uh, I just love to do all I can with my piping. Um, at the moment, I'm hoping to. Well, I, I just got in the National Youth Pipe Band. Um, yes, congratulations on that, that's fantastic. Oh, I was absolutely delighted when I got in. I, I didn't know if I was going to get in, but I figured I wasn't losing anything by trying. But um, when I got in, it was just absolutely fantastic. And it's great to see like the, the piping community being inclusive in that sense. Oh, 100%. And if anything, I'm going to be jealous now, <laughs> because you'll get to play in some of the stages you know, that are huge, that are just open to the National Youth Band, so... 
Yeah, best of luck with that. That's going to be fun. Oh, I, I can't wait. I'd hope to do more competitions as well, and then uh, in the future, like join join a competing band as well, and just do everything I can with it. Absolutely, why not? Well, if anything, no doubt we'll catch up with you down the road. You never know. You'll be playing on a big stage in front of thousands, and you never know. Oh, honestly, can't wait for it. It'll be so good. <laughs> Thanks so much for chatting to us on the show. Thank you. It was a pleasure. I loved it. Thank you. Well, this could be the Northern Irishman and me, but uh, having a walk around those gourmet food places, yeah, some of the prices were uh, gourmet as well. Now, I'm not going to sink anyone under the bus, but let's say £12 for a burger. Um, no, that's a little bit out of my price range, unfortunately. <laughs> so, hi, but if you're one of those people that enjoy £12 gourmet burgers, then good luck to you. There's quite a number of you eating them there, so... Aye, enjoy. But uh, for me, I think I'll probably stick to gravy chips or something. You know what I mean? Anyway, after the scran and everything, where else can I go but the beer tent? It would be rude not to visit it on Saturday. But can I just say, the numbers here. I've never seen a world's at 11.30 in the morning as packed as it is. It's, it's even. So as much as I was saying yesterday... That numbers were kind of quiet on the Friday. Well, today... Wow. Yeah, I don't think, honestly, at this time of the morning, I've ever seen a World Championships as busy. So I think a lot of people are very happy to see the Championships back again. And I think the weather has sort of helped as well. The conditions it's definitely brightened up quite a bit. So, yeah, people are out enjoying the day. A lot of people who possibly don't have a clue what's going on, but are enjoying it nonetheless. Anyway... Oh, there's Dollar warming up on the hill. Let's have a listen to Dollar Academy as they're, yeah, getting ready to go on. Again, their teacher telling them, right, pipes down. <laughs> That's happening a lot, you know. And I think, as yeah, this sun is definitely coming out. The temperatures are climbing. I keep saying it, but strategic thinking is definitely coming into play. Not just in grade one, but in all the other grades too. All right, you guessed where I'm going. I have to go to the beer tent. I did tell you I was going to do a beer tent report, so let's go, I suppose. The British Drum Company is driven by their passion to create the finest marching drums for those who recognise and value the highest of standards. The Axial Series is the British Drum Company's flagship pipe band range. Axial's distinctive aesthetic owes much to its X-frame cage system. This futuristic hardware is designed to complement all of the amazing shell finishes on offer, such as the Phantom, Smoked Walnuts, and the very popular Merlin finishes, of which there are three new additions for 2022, Platinum, Violet, and Emerald. The Basin Tenors now come with Georgian Oak Hoops, which feature their head stress management system, and wide mass claws for all-round better tension across the heads. The British Drum Company's Axial Series is innovation defined, designed and engineered for you to look amazing, sound amazing and feel amazing. 
McClellan Bagpipes by North Carolina artisan bagpipe maker Roddy McClellan from Euston, Scotland. They don't strive to be the biggest, fastest or the cheapest. They do, however, meticulously craft a small number of warm and stable sounding instruments of heirloom quality. Roddy has followed this philosophy for over 30 years and continues to evolve with innovations like the Elevation Chanter. Designed with North American bands in mind, providing a lower pitch, rich harmonics and strong, clear projection, Elevation Chanters provide a stable platform for a thick band sound. Check out BespokeBagpipes.com for more information. McLaren Bagpipes, born in Scotland, made in the USA. Wallace Bagpipes, quality, pride and passion, made in Scotland. Proud bagpipe supplier to the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Visit wallacebagpipes.com for more information or contact your nearest dealer. Yeah, a bit of controversy about the beer tent. Um, 650, 680 a penny, I think it is. Yeah, uh, I know yesterday I didn't buy a pint, I got myself a soft drink, but even at that, the price of the soft drink was like three quid something, and then the price of a pint is like twice that. Ah. But they tick cash, I suppose, and that's a bonus. But they get rid of the stupid beer token thing. And uh, yeah, quite a few people just like chilling out, having a chat, and obviously talking about predictions about who they expect to come out on top. But uh, yeah, it's quite an interesting chilled, yeah, chilled out spot. Not a few, not too many people with the big yellow jackets on that are, yeah, everyone loves. But uh, there's a few of them around. Uh, but yeah, beer tent's fun. Not as fun as it could be, but I guess it's quiet. It's still only, what, it's still 11.30 in the morning. <clears throat> All right, see Manor Cunningham are gathering up here. and Yeah. Good luck to them, I suppose. Grade 2 is going to be kicking off here shortly. So, yeah, Manor Cunningham getting ready in the sunshine. I'm going to head over here and see if I can get some more Grade 2 action, possibly. Because I think so far all in the podcast, all we've got is Grade 1 action. So, yeah, I'll have to have a look around and see who I can see. Yeah, there we go. Just before I left the area, Manor actually started. So, let's have a little listen to Manor Cunningham's drum corps, shall we? As soon as I come over, they stop. Ah, <laughs> oh, right. Set enchanters. Let's have another little listen to their drum corps if they strike up again here. They always time it perfectly, don't they? Bit of manner cunning and warming up in the sunshine there, and they're setting chanters and stuff in the background. So, 
I'm going to leave them to it. They're getting a lovely tone off that pearl bass drum there, actually. It's very nice. Mmm. There you go. Interesting stuff. They're continuing to work away here and I'll walk on, I suppose, leave them to it. I think I'm proving to be a bit of a distraction. A lot of the band actually going, Oh, there's Rob. What's he recording? I'm recording news. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. See who else I can bump into. So, joining me is George Usher. George, how are you, sir? I'm good, thank you very much. Back to Glasgow. What's it like to be back here? Well, it's fabulous to be back, and it's fabulous to be able to get such great, great weather to come back in. Although it's, it's, the weather's almost too good, I'm finding that at my age now, I run oh, no. out of energy very quickly. Not just at your age, I'm nearly <laughs> melting in this. The, yeah, this is not Glasgow weather. Uh, we've seen quite a number of bands actually struggling in these conditions too. Yeah. Challenging. Well, uh, when you get this sort of heat, the, the whole thing can go off on you very, very quickly, and... Uh, it takes a lot of work. It takes a good experience, man, to keep the whole lot together and get it into the ring sound the way you want it to sound. Yeah, absolutely, and I think the bands have succeeded so far. I haven't heard anyone go too badly up and into the hemisphere. No, well, <laughs> I haven't heard a complaint from anyone yet. Oh, absolutely. Oh, so, oh, can yeah. I say the attendance today? This place is packed. Were you expecting that for today? To be honest, we were. After we seen yesterday, the, the amount of people we had here on a Friday for qualifying or for the one, well, grade one bands only playing, yeah, the amount of people we had here was was amazing. It was the biggest Friday attendance that I've seen in yeah. 20 years. Oh, it was fantastic, honestly. And then the standard as well. It's been something I've been talking about all year right. was where the standard is. How do you feel where the standard is at the moment? I think the standard's as high as it ever was. Um, you know, I know yesterday we were just listening to Grade One, but there's not a band. You know, people talk about bands being poor. There's not a poor-looking band in that Grade One arena today. It's, Absolutely not. You know, every single one of them are deserve to be there. Yeah, and do you know one thing I love is that they're making it very difficult for the judges. <laughs> They've got the worst <laughs> job on the place today, I think. <laughs> well, that's what. That's what they set out to do, and hopefully, hopefully they do enjoy it, and hopefully they get the right band. Oh, that's it. So we wish them luck, as well as we wish the bands good luck, indeed. Yeah, yeah. So the future then, obviously the future's looking very bright for the piping scene. Looking at the worlds today, it seems to be a roaring success. What does the future hold then for more competitions in future? I think we can only go forward from this, you know, and we need to use this as a stepping stone and, and go on from it. Uh, we are already working on the next few years, uh, dates and venues. Well, we've next year almost sorted out. I think oh. we, I think we've only one to confirm, and that's next year out of the way. I see, wow! Uh, so, so already working that far ahead, George. Oh yes, yes. Uh, we would normally try to work two to three years ahead. See, uh, we, yeah. we like to get, if possible, we like to get three-year deals. So you know where you're going. We know where we're going, and it also gives the council or whoever the sponsors are, it gives them an opportunity to say, right, we take it for three years, and we might get a bad one in the three years, but we'd be very unlucky to get two or three bad bad days, you know, otherwise. Yeah, well, I have to say, the home of bagpiping here in Glasgow is looking to be such a great venue for the world. Everyone is so happy to be here, and uh, I'm sure yourself included, George. I am indeed. I have to admit, when we moved here first all those years ago, I, I 
was one of the people who said, this is no use, Ballyhuston is the place for it. That's I love Ballyhuston, yeah. I agree. Well, I, I've come since to rethink it, and, and I've come to the conclusion that this is the best site for the World Pipe Ball Championship. Yeah. Where would you get a park in a city like this, so close to the city centre, and everything you want around you? Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Well, George, thank you so much for chatting with us on the show. I really no, appreciate it. Thank you. Anytime. Oh, I've just spotted Peel. Peel Regional Police. So... Let's have a little listen and see what they're up to, eh? Sounds quite good. Yeah, a lot of bands will be paying attention to that going, hmm, we have a challenge on our hands. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, I like that. All right, uh, let's have a walk another little bit. Oh, I think that's Brisbane's Boys College. I'm going to have a look. How you doing, chaps? You all right? Saying hello to some of the St. Lawrence boys walking away from the burger van. Is this Brisbane? Yes. setting chanters and yeah tuning drones just getting ready so there you go Brisbane Boys College and I hope you don't mind me bringing you limited uh, action from the circle but I think these park walk arounds and stuff and especially in the final tuning areas and things like that honestly for me as a spectator that's where the action is you know seeing pipe mangers running around and frantically moving tip or yeah the dreaded tap on the shoulder Although today I haven't seen it happen, anyone. I haven't seen anyone being intentionally dropped. Hmm. But uh, I have to say, this place is absolutely rammed. I was thinking of getting close to the Greybun Arena. Uh, I have no chance. It's absolutely packed. So I'll maybe head towards the final tuning again here whenever things are starting to warm up again. See what's happening.
are. In case you're wondering what you were just listening to, that was a bit of LA Scots there, warming up in the sunshine. And right behind them, you have Peel. Peel Regional Police, LA Scots, both on the hill. Coping with the sunshine quite okay. And joining them then, just coming around the corner now actually, there's Manor Cunningham. Ah, the, the hill is filling with grade 2 goodness. I have to say, I was quite impressed there with the LA Scots. Sounding really good. And uh, even Peel as well, as I said earlier. Yeah, Peel Regional Police turning a lot of heads. These are a couple of bands that we haven't really been able to see much on the grass here in the UK, so it's awesome to see them on the grass for sure. <sighs> to see them live and in person too. Anyway, am I going to get another little clip of LA Scots? Uh, no, I'm not. They're set enchanters. <laughs> okay. Alrighty, I think I'll leave them to it. So Grade 1 is coming to a close, and we're going to have this special tribute band that's coming on now. And, uh, yeah, this is an interesting venture here, and I think I'm going to have to get a chat with the pipe major, David Caldwell, and tell us all about this interesting project, and why this pipe band hit the grass in the first place. So, the tribute band are now gathering here in the final tuning area, so let's get a little listen to them then, as as they prepare to head on. That was uh, that 70s tribute band, and uh, that was them just in the final tune, and didn't actually catch them in the circle, but I'm sure you were able to watch it on the live stream. It's been a little bit of a talk of the park around here, and yeah, I will try and get that interview with their pipe major, but he's currently in the circle doing the business at the moment, so yeah, I'll have to catch up with them after. Alright, well, as they're in there doing the business, a lot of our grade 2 bands are now currently gearing up, and a lot of our grade 1 bands who were milling around the park and enjoying themselves after a little break after the MSR are now gathering back into the final tuning area and um, I know I'm good at shoving my way through a crowd but uh, that's madness down there at the moment (laughs) so hey I don't know if I'll go down there I think I've already made a few enemies uh, by shoving my way through crowds so yeah that's why I'll not be shoving my way into the final tuning how you doing? Hi, do you want to say hello on the podcast? Hello, Charlie Mack, juvenile piper for Preston Lodge High School, Montpiel. You're on the PL, you. There you go. <laughs> Alright, there you go. That's been happening a lot. A lot of people stopping me and go, hey, hello, shaking hands. It's been class. And then I thought I would give this guy a shout. How you doing, mate? Can you see you? See? Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, doing my walking and talking thing that I did yesterday at the Friday has proven a little bit more difficult, but, hey, a lot of fun. This is, honestly, we said with Brian Wilson this morning, this is like a huge family reunion, and it's the social element of piping and drumming that's every bit as important as the competitive piping part of it. All right, well, I shall continue walking. Maybe get some grade two action, I think, as I said earlier. Listening to Peel, L.A. Scots are still actually up here playing... Wow, I'm at, mm, that's a lot of playing actually. They've been here for 
Yeah, about over an hour now playing in the sun. Hmm. A lot of other bands aren't really putting in that much, I suppose, in this heat. But, uh, hey, there we go. <laughs> what did I say earlier about strategic thinking? Anyway, but I'm sure these bands are definitely more fit to cope with these conditions than, than others, I suppose. Alright, let's get in the middle of this hill here and find out who we're listening to. And there's Troon Broy's Brigade. They're just starting there. Yeah. Oh, I see someone I want to listen to. Yes, the Mac Cows. Oh, hey, right, we're gonna have to get a listen to this. How you doing? Alright, I'm shoving my way through the crowd here. Right. Yeah, the Mac Cows. Bit of Mackenzie Caledonia there, and they're sounding quite strong actually. Not bad. <laughs> so from Mackenzie Caledonia, let's go and have a listen to yeah, the Isle of Islay, who are practicing pretty much right beside them here, and I've drew in quite a large crowd. Let's see if we can get a wee listen to what they're up to. Joining me is the man of the moment, if you don't mind me saying, David. <laughs> Pipe Major David Caldwell of the, the 70s tribute band that had a bit of a feature today at Worlds. Can you tell us, David, first of all, where did the idea come from for this? It was started originally, uh, Rob, from a cup of coffee with Kenny Stewart. Right. About a year and a half ago, two years ago almost, and we weren't competing anywhere. And we thought, well, could we play somewhere or get something going? Then COVID kicked in, and that was all that knocked yeah. in the head. And yeah. then... Again, uh, 
we, we spoke again and Kenny's a great historian of this sort of thing and he told me it was 50 years since the first medley was ever played in mm. Scotland and in 1970 it was one by shots yes so then that one word led to another could we form a band and talk with the association about it and perform it at the world and that's where we are today and thankfully that um, uh, the, the association agreed and uh, we pulled the band together in about six weeks six weeks? Uh-huh. yeah possibly. you're kidding yeah well, I was going to say, David, no harm, but this has been the talk of the park. Everyone wanted to see you guys uh-huh. today. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that happened in six weeks. We've had about probably eight practices, including a couple of days here. Wow, uh-huh. that's impressive. And yeah. uh, the chaps, we all all in the band, the members, apart from a couple, they're none of them playing with anyone. And they were yeah. brought players back into the scene again. And hopefully they'll stay within the scene as well, which gives them an interest. We all lost interest with COVID, etc. Yeah, um, yeah. This is now give everybody a great interest in new music, you know. And you know, it was a great celebration looking back at the yeah. 70s. There's some great music from then. I have to say, John Scullion's scores obviously are from that era too. So, uh, did John bring that flavour to the music as well? John brought every single score Alec Duffett had written. Oh, they're actually the original scores? Those original scores throughout oh. that entire medley and Cullen Bay. And um, the guys in the band that have told them, uh, come across for a practice here uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, with four or five of them here. Yeah. And I just said to them, when you listen to the scores on how John Scullion plays to the bagpipe, yes. he's one of the very few drummers who play like that. It's and incredibly it's musical. So yeah. easy to play to. Absolutely. So, what was it like in there then? You know, with the big screens and the stands and all of that. Nervous at all? Uh, we, we didn't really take the time to do the nervousness. <laughs> we, uh, with the sun today, we, we stayed in the shade. Yeah. And we only came into the, the, the sunlight to get the last wee touch of the drones and straight in and took a massive chance, but it paid off for us. And, um, yeah, once we hit that line, it was just a real, so real thing, you know, and... Where we're, we, we, we give up as good a performance as we possibly could. I think it was smashing, and I think everyone who's heard it, that's all they're talking about now. Go, Did you hear that band? So, hey, full congratulations, David. Thanks I think it was over. absolutely fantastic. So, please tell me this is not the last we're going to see of you. I would love to see you back on again, the grass again. Well, we, we have visions for the, the tribute band to, to do all our things in the future and oh, next brilliant. year. Yeah. and uh, we will be open to doing different events uh, but we have some things in our mind and we, we just have to see if we can arrange some things and uh, hopefully something will work out so we'll get out maybe a few times next year Oh well, Keep me posted on that I'd love to see you back out again for sure Thanks so much for chatting with us David I appreciate it no Thank problem. you. Alright, I think I'll give you a little bit of commentary uh, some of the things I've witnessed here from Worlds um, The hot weather has encouraged a lot of very skinny people to take their taps off and I know that that's a very Glaswegian thing the sun's out taps off (laughs) yeah the amount of bare chests walking around um, it's a bit disconcerting I suppose Uh, but also uh, can I say that the conditions of the venue here are just second to none they have a lot of volunteered staff all running around clearing up the trash and the litter and uh, I've also seen volunteer staff running around and handing out bottles of water. And I'm getting my photograph took here by Aaron at the minute. Hi, Aaron. How's it going, boss? Not too bad. <laughs> so this is how a podcast is made, and Aaron's snapping photos in the background. How you doing? So, as I say, the conditions of the venue. I had to pose for a photo there. This is random. 
conditions, I suppose. Yeah, the ground actually. Very sandy, which I'm not used to. Normally I'm used to like it being sludgy muck. Uh, but hey, there we go. <laughs> the team of volunteers helping the general public cope with the heat has been very encouraging. I've seen water bottles being handed out. There are actually water refill stations all around the place as well. And yes, on one occasion I do see paramedics actually helping people out of the sunlight and into some shade to deal with this. Again, the temperatures it just seems to have climbed from this morning, which is grey and overcast and kind of cool. We have a little bit of rain. But now, looking at the forecast, it's actually saying it's in 28, 29, almost 30 degrees. I know, I'm complaining about weather and you guys in the States are laughing going, huh, that's nothing. But yeah, we're not built for this here in the UK. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's a blistering hot day and the competition is well underway in grade two. I'm surrounded with loads of bands who are again shielding pipes from the sun. Should I get back down into the grade one final tuning? Do you know what? I actually want to go and see if I can catch some grade 3. That might be an idea. Right, I'm going to try and find some grade 3 bands now. Well, just as a stroke of luck, <clears throat> as I was walking around, who did I happen to bump into but kill barking? Pipe band. Gathering up on the hill, preparing themselves to get ready to play. I wonder will they have a wee tune here as I'm standing here. They're going to be marching their way into the ring, or at least to the final tuning. Let's see if we can get a note or two from Kill Barkin. Just as I was recording Kilbarkin, my battery died. And I'm all sorts of furious because they were sounding quite amazing, if you don't mind me saying. Alright, let's see who else I can see here on the hill after a quick battery change. Uh, let me see. Oh, we have Irvine. Yeah. Irvine Memorial from Clabby in County Fermanagh. Not bad. And who do we have here is coming towards me? Port Lathan are heading towards the arena here, I think. Nope, they're doing an introduction. Ah, let's get a little shot of this down, will we?
I've managed to do it again. I've surrounded myself with three different pipe bands. <laughs> Alright, because just over here, I don't have to walk too far, is the City of Discovery Drum Corps here warming up. Let's get a little listen to them. City of Discovery Drum Corps having a bit of a warm up in the sunshine. Their pipe corps not doing anything again. That's strategic thinking coming in. I think that's a bit of a catchphrase for the podcast. But yeah, not doing much playing in this sunlight, and who can blame them? All right, am I going to be that guy? Am I going to head down to the final tuning again here for Grade One, or will I still try and hunt out some Grade Three bands? There's just so much happening at the minute. I don't know which direction to go. There's piping everywhere. Ah, oh, right. I'm heading down the hill because I don't want to walk uphill. <laughs> yeah, let's head down to the final tuner and see exactly what's going on down here. I did wonder what was going on. There's not many bands heading into the final tuning. And what I'm finding is that they're all wanting to stay in under the trees down here and not come out into the sun. Mm, so that's maybe why it's so packed down here. Everyone's squeezing into a small space under the trees. But uh, I think... Yeah, they've just made their way into the final tune in here now. Let's get a little listen to Scottish Power and see what they're up to in here. Not bad at all. And if anything, it's at this point in the World Championships where you're going to see fireworks. And I think that's how I want to summarise what I just heard there from Scottish Power. Fireworks. (laughs) That was cool. Uh, Yeah, it's the medley performance, of course. And it's the one that everyone kind of looks to for entertainment value. Yeah, the MSRs are just that. MSRs. They're like learning your ABCs. You have to do it correctly and precisely. The medley is where you get to have fun. And I guess that's where the tribute bomb, whenever they come in and played a medley from all the way back in the 70s, has got people talking. And, uh, yeah, it's been outstanding, <laughs> I suppose. The chat on the park is all about that now and about music selection. And it's an interesting conversation to have, especially when we're listening to the likes of, well, Scottish Power, bands like that, who are kind of known for having quite progressive uh, medley selections. It does make for a very interesting conversation. Anyway, 70th are on the, on the circle right now. Just having a look here. 
Scottish Power are gearing up and in the shadows in the trees we have Fife Polis, we have St Lawrence's in there too. Some of the field marshal boys are milling about and uh, yeah, Claus Kelt guys are hanging out in the shade as well. Everyone's gearing up for a se- second run of the second day and after that I expect the beer tent to fill up. <laughs> Alrighty. You guessed it. I'm going to get out from the middle of this crowd because I am getting some very funny looks here. Let's see who else I can get a listen to. Um, Yeah, I'm getting very funny looks talking into this microphone in the middle of the crowd. But, hi, it's the Big Rab Show. That's what I do. I talk rubbish. (laughs) Ooh, there's Police Scotland and Federation. Yes. Okay, I'll have to go over and get a listen to these guys. Uh, they're not really doing much at the moment. Setting chanters, maybe? Yeah, that's all that's going on. Maybe get a few notes from them. Well, their pipers aren't doing much. They're, again, keeping out of the sun, but... Their drum corps is definitely on fire. saying about fireworks that doesn't sound too bad at all does it wow listen to those axials sing I don't know about you guys, but see, listening to that, that's heaven. <laughs> it's been too long since we've heard this. It's not even a noise, it's just the sound. The sound that accompanies the World Championships that you don't get anywhere else. It's being surrounded with incredible piping and drumming and just drinking in that sound.
Okay, enough of daydreaming and <clears throat> drinking in the sound. What's wrong with me? I'm not a poet. <laughs> Alright, let's head down the hill and get some grade one action before we have to wrap up the pod then for this week. So who's just finished there? Not sure who is that. Hmm. I'm not sure. I don't know. I can't I can't really see from here. I'm too far away. Because I'm way over the other side of the hill and down here, having a quick little tune-up, is St. Lawrence Tool. So uh, yeah, again, battling with the sunshine like every other band. But I see the drummers working away. Let's see if I can get a few notes from the mighty St. Lawrence. Again, all the pipers facing away from the sun and not doing much piping or playing at all. Same for Field Marshal here, right beside them here, with another big crowd around them. Again, not doing much in the way of playing because trying to keep out of the sun. Going on there now as Police Scotland and Federation heading on to the line. Exciting stuff. Alright, heading into the final tuning is... Oh, City of Dunedin. Yes, alright, let's see if I can get a few notes then from the city of Dunedin who are heading into the final tuning. Of course, as soon as I do that, St. Lawrence Atul, strike up. Alright, i got to get a listen to St. Lawrence. Again, not choosing to overplay. Yeah, Alan very quickly has the sound there and then told him, that's it lads, set them down for a bit. All right, let's walk back over here and we'll get the city of Dunedin. experienced my bugbear there. City of the Needing Sound and Smashing by the way, I really loved that. That was really cool. Drummers playing actually a blinder, loved that. Uh, but yeah, people who come up to the final tuning area and then start talking on their phone. Uh, tick your phone away. 
have your conversation somewhere else. Uh, but people are trying to listen to what's going on. Ooh, see, Field Marshal have just striked up. All right, let's see if I can get a quick listen before they set the pipes back down again. So, excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. I think I just knocked someone over there nearly. All right, let's see if we can get a note or two. And the answer to that question would be no. I'm surrounded with people talking and laughing and... <laughs> Let's see if I can get a bit closer here. Shove my way through. Dang it. Yeah, that always happens. <laughs> okay. Alright, well, we failed there with Field Marshal, but there's a massive sully crowd around them. Klaus Kell Drumcore having a warm up. Let's have a listen to them. sounded too bad at all but again choosing to stay in under the trees out of the roads and uh, no word of the pipers actually so yeah David Jesney and co obviously staying well out of the heat <laughs> right uh, let me see yeah City of Dunedin still doing their thing Well, folks, it's got to that point in the podcast where I have practically ran the legs of myself over the course of this week. And what a week it's been. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, two full days here at the World Pipe Band Championships. And, I, I, yeah, I am just so happy to see it back again. And that's honestly the overwhelming feeling that I want to portray on this podcast is, yes, we have the competitive element. Everyone's competing against each other. But honestly, this is like a huge family gathering again. I have seen so many people hugging, shaking hands, snapping selfies together. And oh, I haven't seen you in forever. And that's what it's about. Yes, I understand. We're in there to lift that competitive trophy. And we all want to be the best. We all want to be world champion. But essentially, world champion or not, prize winner or not, We're all friends. We're all family. And this is a piping family. Whether you like to believe it or not. But but I have definitely experienced it firsthand right here at this championship. I've seen families helping families. I've seen bands helping bands. Dishing out the sun cream. (laughs) 
handing each other hats and stuff, handing each other bottles of water, all of that. So, yeah, it just means the world, you know, to see the piping world come together again for this huge celebration of piping and drumming, the biggest in the world, and the best, I would argue. The World Pipe Band Championships has not disappointed. And what a return to competitive piping and drumming. I cannot wait for the next Worlds next year because this one was huge. But we've already said it on the show that 2023 is shaping up to be an even bigger year. We know that a lot of international bands couldn't come this year due to all the travel restrictions and that, the things that remain from the pandemic. But uh, now we know that a lot of bands are busy fundraising and preparing to hit the grass next year here in Glasgow. And uh, yeah, we hope to be here again for the Big Rab Show on the grass, reporting as we did with this last couple of podcasts. So I hope that you've managed to enjoy this weird couple of podcasts, I guess. Me dandering around and bumping into things. There's been a lot of that, as well as some great interviews and some good music as well. Now, if you do want to catch all the performances, of course, from Grade 1 and all the rest, they are available on the BBC live stream. And, of course, ourselves on the Rab Show Facebook page and Twitter, we've shared out a whole range of performances as well from throughout all the grades that we managed to capture. Now, that being said, who knows what the future holds? Now that the World Championships is going to close its gates and we've crowned our World Champions, what next? Well, ourselves in the Big Rab Show, we are not sitting on our hands. We have got a lot in front of us. And, uh, yeah, we're about to get into all of that. If you do want to be kept up to date on everything that's behind the scenes at the Big Rab Show, yeah, you guessed it, I'm going to mention Patreon again. We've been furiously at work, actually, on our Patreon community, and uh, we're quite proud of the lot that we have over there. So do consider clicking on support and helping support your favourite podcast, keep the wheels turning, and, uh, yeah, you get a load of extra content uh, from Piping Live, from events like this at the Worlds, and from others as well that we attend. So, with that all being said... Thank you all for joining us on the podcast this week. We hope that you've enjoyed our series of reports from the World Championships as well as Piping Live. Man, what a busy week. <laughs> anyway, I have to give a special thank you to the British Drum Company as well. Shout out to you guys uh, who, yeah, helped me throughout the day uh, with somewhere to throw all my stuff, basically, and allowing me to do battery changes and even to duck out of the sun for five minutes. Yeah, thank you, British Drum Co. <laughs> I've been able to use their tent as a bit of a base of operations. Well, folks, if you do want to get all the results and whatnot, then you know where to get them. Yeah, all the usual points of contact, all the usual websites and whatnot. We're not going to get into that, but of course we will get into that in our world's wrap-up. Until then, folks, we'll see you all in the next Big Rab Show podcast. Until then, all the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thank you to our sponsor, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Played by two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date with all the latest news and views from the piping world. And also check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be part of the Patreon faithful. So until next week, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best. <laughs>